This episode has been sponsored by Philip Hofstetter. Welcome to the show. I'm Genesee. I'm Eric. I'm Daniel. I'm Kevin. And I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite podcast. <laughs> From the Citadel. Yes. Yes. And this is Death Before Dishonor. Today is Friday, March 9th, and this is episode 46 in a weekly series following a group of friends playing Dungeons & Dragons, hosted by the Gray Area Podcast. And last week, we <laughs> managed to corner the giant spider... I believe that Thorn was riding him at this point, and uh, he was being subdued so that he would not run away, and that is where we're going to pick up. So I'm going to let Tinsian catch us up on what's going on. So Dungeon Master, you are a go. And we jump right into public shame. Mithrin and Thorn, you were requested to update your characters <gasps> to level 7, oh, and you did not. Oh, I'm sorry. I that totally damn spent. Daniel, my god. Can't take him anywhere. God, I'm going to give him a hiding when I get home. I was yeah, pretty sure that I, I didn't level. level up because I spent most of the time just running around going... So, <laughs> you don't think you deserved a level for all that? I don't know. That was a birthday present for you, Kevin. Oh, okay. All right. You didn't even appreciate it. I totally forgot about that. <laughs> Honestly, I think, okay. Yeah, I'll take care of that next next time for sure. I guess somebody doesn't read the Skype. I mean, the uh, the, the tweets. <laughs> there's, a, there's a Twitter? Oh, yeah. You know, you actually should go on Twitter at some point, Daniel, because I always th- mention stuff at you that you haven't checked in the last year, probably. Just remember, it's it's at really Death D4 on Twitter. Grim wizard. Speaking, yeah. however, of birthdays, last week we had Mithrin's birthday. This weekend, we have Genesee's birthday. <gasps> she has to sing no. a bunch of lyrics. Well, we can do that, or we can have, if uh, Genesee decides to uh, call out what number she would like to um, have special things happen, if she rolls that particular dice number, um, I was thinking Kevin could uh, spontaneously play on his guitar some sort of Spanish happy birthday. <laughs> Ow. Wow. Mm. Mm. Okay. Spanish it... happy birthday. <laughs> Come on, Zaro. Let's go. A D20 well, or what, what dice can I pick from? Well, um, what sort of number do you think you're going to wind up rolling? Well, that's what I want to know because it depends. I mean, obviously, four, mm-hmm. since it's D4, would be a lucky number, but if we're rolling with a D20, I'm going to go with a higher number. Yeah, yeah. Let's do 18 for the fun of it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that how old you are? Oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here we go. All right. Uh, right now, Thorn is atop the giant spider, and... Mithrin has managed to largely cower the spider by wrestling its mandibles 
um, and head to the ground. Spider has the dead, or what appears to be dead, rider um, skewered upon one of its uh, leg legs and is still trying to drag the corpse closer. Sanitari is dressed in a couple items uh, from the rider in her previous attempt to get the spider to realize that maybe she is the rider instead of uh, the fallen comrade. Last episode, there was very little nuttiness and insanity. Except for Thorn turned into a dog, which was kind of exciting. Or a wolf. Well, he used a racial, so... It all went to the dogs. And... Cesar mm-hmm, had to go there too easy. And Cesar was just being awesome and rocking out and doing his thing. Yes. At present, just to take stock, it is getting on somewhat towards uh, the stage where dawn could be happening soon. The fires in the courtyard continue to burn, and there has been no large general um, alarm or alert. Either the local residents are notoriously deep sleepers, or there has been some degree of magic within the area that has kept this fight down and people not wondering quite so much where the town guard are. In Xanatari's hand... Uh, or at least possession at this point. Um, she does have the Minotaur box. And I don't believe anything else aside from two vials of uh, a sticky substance that were retrieved by Cesar. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe those are the only items that made it out of the jail. Mm-hmm. Okay. Let's lead in with Cesar this week. Okay. Well, I've got a, a furry guy on a giant furry spider in a headlock from a once recently crazy guy, and then a chick who's putting on dead people's clothes. So <laughs> <laughs> that one time at band one. camp. <laughs> Friends All right. <laughs> um, Cesar will yell up to uh, Thorn on the spider. Uh, you you doing all right up there? I yell back, no. Um, I I suggest that he try to use the rope. Um. Uh, yell up, uh, why don't you try to to use the, the rope sticking into the saddle, uh, t- toss it down here, we'll see if we can wrap it around its mouth parts for you. Isn't it wearing a harness? Right. Oh, is it? Yep. Just out of, just oh. out of character, is, <laughs> does that, is that really going to work? Like, do you think that wrapping it around the mandibles is going to work, given that it's a <laughs> giant wolf spider? Well, right now we've got the giant wolf spider in a headlock, so, you know, <laughs> pretty much yeah, anything is, this, anything this is, is open this for... Is, this is coming from the... Oh, this is the guy that was recently insane and probably has, like, 12 gallons of adrenaline running through his system. <laughs> I can hold this spider, but I would rather not. Please get the rope. <laughs> okay. 
Um, if you guys want to do that, um, then feel free. Uh, Thorn, just, just to let you know, the saddle is actually uh, very utilitarian, but rather comfortable. Um, it's definitely been uh, well broken in. So okay. In terms of Are info there for you. Are any dice on it? Uh, no. <sighs> Can I fashion some fluffy dice for it? Uh, you'd probably need to talk to Cesar about that. I think he's the only one allowed to handle scissors and uh, volatile <laughs> components. My mom gave me my, some scissors that I can use. Can I use those? Those have the rounded tips. <laughs> they won't work right. Thorn, you are the reason oh, why... Thorn, you, you know that opening cinematic for Diablo 2? Oh, uh, yeah. That that that's kind of how I view you. It it's not good to let you play with the Haradric cube of fuzzy dice. <laughs> Fine, I'll just sit here and be quiet. Uh, okay. So Cesar, you're going to try and get a rope up to him. Well, if the, or- I I forgot that they had the the harness, I'll instead suggest that he uh. Take t- take hold the harness there. It seems like it's had a rider before. Maybe it'll take your control there. Um. Okay. Well, I'm not sure how I was holding the saddle before because I don't really recall. I think you um, basically just got on there. Yeah, you just kind of leaped up, doing backflips off walls, probably. <laughs> um. All right. Yeah. Does it have like a? Is it like a like a? I guess a. a like a horse's saddle, where it's got like the sort of part of the front that you can hold on to? Mm-hmm. Pommel. Yes. Yeah, the horn. Yes. Yeah, alright, well I'm going to grab hold of that with two hands. Okay. Uh, does that mean that you are letting go of the uh, <laughs> the reins? There are reins? <laughs> it is in sort of a way uh, sort of a, a, a mount here. Okay, I didn't even know it had reins. Okay, instead I'm going to put one hand on the the horn and one okay. on the reins. Very good. Okay. Um, do you have any sort of uh, nature skill or any sort of checks or things that I you'd do. like to run right now? Okay. I have a nature check that I could run. Okay. Uh, I need my special dots. That one there. Okay. So I'm going to roll nature to see whether I can pick out how to appropriately ride this spider. Okay, let's just at least see, uh, let's have this roll be for trying to figure out if uh, this is actually going to have some semblance of working first. Okay, um, that would be a 29. Okay. You do find that the that there is a response of some kind, uh, fairly positive to um, your utilization of the reins and the spider itself seems a little calmer uh, with since you've been in the saddle uh, that may be due to partially mithrin having it in a headlock but it seems that there that it understands why something is on its back and doesn't appear to be trying to use a leg to scrape you off Okay. Okay. Uh, Xanatari. Okay. 
Um, I would look up at Thorn and try to determine if the spider seems like it's pacified now or if it's still um, trying to escape. Because last time I believe it was hungry and it kind of wanted to eat the rider. So I, I, I want to determine if if the spider's calm and we, it's safe to, to release it to Thorn's uh, control or if it's something we need to hang on to. So okay. I will roll... Oh, I will roll a nature check. Okay. Oh, I actually got an 18. And 25 is the total. Um, I think it's not fair that Kevin has to play his guitar. If he wants to find, like, <laughs> limericks or something, I'll read them. I mean, that's fine. You, you can... You can find something. I, I will. I will think. Hang on a second. You continue on. If I if I think of something, then I will. Mithrin, you can you can find uh, the graphic. I mean, sorry, the uh, the lyrics that you would like. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to sing something, but I'll I'll read limericks if you find them. Okay, I'll I'll do my best. All right. Uh. Okay. So twenty five. Do I find anything about the spider? The spider is. Mm, Agitated to a point, it does not appear to be in an immediate flight mode, but it is definitely still dragging the corpse closer to, uh, to where uh, Mithrin is. Okay, I'm going to slowly release pressure uh, on it and stop holding it down and, okay. and kind of take a step back just in case I need to grab it again and okay. see how it reacts. Um, there is no retaliation for, uh, your actions against you. Okay. I would say to the party, um, why don't we just let it eat the rider? I think it's just hungry. As long as I can get away from the mouth before you do this. (laughs) Is, is this well, is this spider well controlled? Because I don't want to let go of it. And if it's going to just throw you off and then eat somebody else. (laughs) I'd I'd like. I'd like to call out and say, can someone loot it first? <laughs> Does it have saddlebags? What, the, the rider on the ground? Oh, the so- rider? I thought you meant the spider. Like, gonna loot the spider before we let it go? Okay. Um, I've already checked the rider and taken his brooch and some of his gear, but I didn't see anything, if I recall, Dungeon Master at the point. That- I, 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 I believe there was no room to pull a scissor, uh... As far as the rider's gear. Okay. So nothing to, to steal or nothing worthwhile. It's okay to let him be eaten. That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, no thorn. There's nothing on there worth... Uh, no, no rings. No fancy rods. No, no. Nothing like that. Although, you know, pretty much I think you'll have a chance to check him once the spider eats him. I mean, he's not going to eat the gear. Uh, Mithrin? Yes. If I rolled a 17 versus your reflex, what would, uh, would that be? My reflex is a 17, so it depends on whether you're counting that as a hit or not. Okay. I believe it would be a hit. But. Um, as you're deciding this, you feel the corpse of the rider start to, uh, the head start to bounce against the back of your leg. Yeah. Um, you're able to adjust your weight properly to uh, avoid being tripped by the carcass as it's being dragged uh, towards the spider. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to yell out at this time, make up your mind, please. 
This is the dangerous end. <laughs> okay, what's the uh, the party's wishes here? My wish is to have three wishes. Yeah. One um. with money. <laughs> what? What? In this situation. Oh, okay. I think this still probably apply. Um, Cesar goes up behind uh, Mithrin and sort of pats him on the shoulders and says, "I, I think it might be all right. Let's let's take a step back, son." Absolutely. <laughs> I let go and back up quickly. So do I. <laughs> Out of character. This is no great loss. I mean, it is just me. I've done wo- I've done worse things. <laughs> it'll just it'll just go in my repertoire. Okay. Yeah, uh, but you're on top. You'll you'll be probably the last to die because you're on top of this fight. <laughs> well, it's either that or I get tortured horribly by Drow if it takes me down to back back to wherever it came from. That's very true. <laughs> well. There's the wonderful part of the thing, and where we wonder if Dan is somewhat uh, a psionicist, a psionic, or uh, not. Um, as Mithrin lets go of the spider and backs away, there's no retaliation, and the spider immediately moves towards the the couple feet towards the corpse and begins to very noisily. Um, start to feed on the rider. And there is, after, you know, a couple moments of, uh, working on the rider, the spider starts to move backwards slowly, um, away from the party. Okay. Mm. As in, as in, it's like re- it's trying to escape us, or it's just backing away. It's unclear at the moment. Okay. Um, if it continues the way it came, it will head out. It could head out over the wall and out of town. Uh, I think I would like to yell at Thorn at this time. Can you control it in any way to keep it from moving? Okay, let's use some logic here. Although logic has no place in this universe. Let's mm-hmm. use some anyway. Um, <laughs> assuming that the spider doesn't really have flanks, so it can't really be controlled by kicks like a horse. Um, and I don't know whether using the reins is either going to piss it off or make it flee further. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to use a nature check to determine which is the best course of action for me to use. Okay. If I may, Dungeon Master. Sure. That'd be a 29 again. You get the feeling that uh, maybe treating it along the lines of a horse might be uh, might be beneficial, or at least get it um, somewhat imprinted on you. Okay, so um, I'd like to pull up on the reins okay. to get it to stop. Okay. Uh, in doing so, you it, it, it does stop. Um, there's still it, it still feels like it wants to move, but it's at least paused. And whether it is paused truly just for the reins, or the fact that it goes back and works over the rider a little bit more, uh, it's sort of in, in part of your role. I'm going to give you the following, but the um, 
Ryder is worked over, it seems, as both as a source of food, but also perhaps a sense of retaliation. Okay. Sort of like a horse that kicks someone who's a complete douchebag to it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, for those, um, I'll give you a free insight. This does not appear to be a happy, benign spider, however. Does it have facial features to tell this? <laughs> no, but just how the the posture is. It, it doesn't have that um, sort of, oh, I'm a lost kitty type feel to I wouldn't it. Imagine, I wouldn't imagine the spider would. <laughs> well, you know, here it is working over something that, you know, is a dark-skinned uh, humanoid of some kind. I'd just like to say that every time I see a spider, all the posturing that I get from it is that I'm going to kill you while you sleep. That's what I get from most spiders. <laughs> you have well, both personal experiences. Your 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 spider's down there whip out a jackknife and all eight arms and <laughs> oh god, flick them open and be like, yeah. <laughs> Don't ask how I'm just floating here because I got all eight legs up in a jackknife. But <laughs> I want to get off now. <laughs> I don't want to be on this ride anymore. Well, you know, it could it it could be a lot worse. It could have been a camel spider. Mm, yeah, that's nasty. Let's move on. <laughs> so, uh, we've got a someone up on that spider. What, what does that get us now? My plan is that we let Thorn give the spider free reign, keeping it within a reasonable speed, and we follow it back home, and that will lead us to where the drow are hiding. Um, I, I would like to put a stop to this madness right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this seems to be a poor idea. You know, I, 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 yeah, I respect your authority, and I respect your guys' experience over my experience, but following a spider to its lair underground where the drow live. It just seems poor planning. I, I, I or, or a Disney movie or a Spielberg movie or uh, the never ending story. I, I would just, I, you know, uh, you know, I'll, I will follow you guys reluctantly because, you know, you're experienced and I am not, and I want to, you know, have some experience, but I, I, I strongly suggest that maybe we either, you know, X the spider, like just kill it or, uh, you know, lock it up or something because I, I don't think we should let it go or we sh- or we shouldn't follow it. I, it. It just seems like a bad idea. Well, I have you- a few points uh, that I'd like to just put to to Kevin, if I may. Firstly, unless only you can come up with a yeah, only the Mithrin. <laughs> Kevin doesn't. If care. you have a, if, Kevin, if, don't if, care. Honey <laughs> <laughs> Badger doesn't care either. Okay, so uh, if you've got a cage large enough, I'd be more than willing to put it into the cage, but I don't really see one around here, and given the fact that it nearly destroyed a building, that's not going to work either. Two, I I, I tried shooting it in the face with a fiery arrow, and it didn't do much, (laughs) so um, I think putting it down is um, a bit of a stretch, and I don't really feel like fighting again. I'd like to move forward from this. and three, have, have this is to the party. Have we not learned any learned anything from the Lord of the Rings at all? Don't mess with spiders. That's what we learned from Lord of the Rings. Or if you've watched Krull, uh, don't fall, don't talk to old women that are in the middle of a spider. Yeah, then either. Who does that though? Who? Who in their right mind goes and talks to an old woman just with spiders everywhere? 
I named this spider Ungoliant, and we will, I, I call it a the worst thing ever. We need to destroy it. Okay. Oh, well, no, um, we don't destroy it. We just fought this entire time to get it subdued. Plus, plus I'm not too sure how far I can trust you right now. It, does anybody else find it odd that mere hours after this this gentleman tells a story about these these creatures, they show up and attack us? Mm. He's a spy. <gasps> mm. Exit stage left. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm not suggesting that we enter underground caverns full of drow, but it would be nice to know where they're coming from. Okay. Well, it, like I said, you know, I, I, first of all, Cesar, I am not anything with it. You guys asked. I told the story. Uh, that's my job to tell stories. Um, I am just I, I think I think I, my insanity proved just as much as anything that this freaked me out more than you. So how about you tell um, a story about a party getting lots of gold and success? <laughs> you know, true. actually, actually, I don't think I know any stories about those because they're really boring. <laughs> <laughs> that cursed gold. Well, um, maybe that uh, that box you were looking at upstairs, Xanatari, maybe that has some sort of clue. I don't know if that came from the spiders and the drow, but maybe we should go up there and check on it. Actually, Cesar, I have the box. I brought it with me when we were oh. in the room. Oh. Yes, I figured that the drow are after this, and I wondered what it was. I didn't want to open it because I wanted you to check it out first in case it was explosive in some way. So I would pull out the box and, uh, you know, come near Cesar and, and let him have a good look at that. Okay. okay. Before um, I before I start investigating it closely, I confirm with Thorne. Uh, you, do you think you have that that guy under control there? Um, I I would like to pat the top of its head and say yes, I have it under Ew. control. Ew. What was its name? Because we have to shorten that. Fluffy. <laughs> That's true. I thought Kevin named it something creative. I named it Ungoliant, but that's a Tolkien thing, so that's Well, your name is stupid. It's called Fluffy. <laughs> okay. I'm I'm totally that's fine. Um actually I think I'm gonna step in. I believe we have used Fluffy with another uh creature at some point in time through That was the spider. Yeah, we we named it earlier. It was the same spider. Okay. Plus do you think Thorn cares? <laughs> Everything's I'm surprised. I'm surprised not everything, gone. Steve. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> if if you haven't learned anything from by now, is that all goblins will be called Steve. Um, all floating <laughs> rocks will be called Bird, but that's uh, thanks to Genesee there. And uh, all giant spiders will be called Fluffy from now on. Nice. Sounds um, good. Um, if we come across something like a, a bugbear, I'm going to call it Tim. <laughs> <laughs> I am back. <laughs> nice. Um, um, while they're doing this DM, while they're you know discussing that, can I be making a history check just out of curiosity? I, I, I would like to make a history check to see if in any of my tales that I know, um, I recognized what it was upstairs that I saw the waxen crazy thing that made me go crazy the second time. Sure. Oh, by the way, I'm surprised nobody's made comment over the fact that uh, um, Thorn's arrows were actually extremely helpful just to the wrong wrong party because um, it did make uh, Mithrin go even more bonkers seeing the giant <laughs> spider. Well, they weren't out there. They didn't know. We didn't see what <laughs> happened. <laughs> uh, I got a 23. Okay. Um, there are rumors of powerful 
creatures, some say demons, some say otherwise, that are uh, rumored to be living underground. And there are some fragments somewhere uh, relating to something called a handmaiden or sort of like a, a, a Valkyrie. Uh, Valkyrie. Okay, so I, I I would at least have a guess that this is actually like a a uh, direct hand or direct finger of some of Loth. Well, it's sort of you you could you could lean directly in that way if you wanted to, but you definitely know that this is a bad juju. But as far as the handmaidens, if they are a functional working part with Loth working against Loth or just kind of in cahoots. That's the murky part. But yeah, okay. this, this, this is sort of the you're getting onto that that same street. It's got a call to sack. Okay. Decide how you drive around that one. Gotcha. Gotcha. All right. But I, I don't think in terms of your character level having like a, a great super in-depth knowledge, this is all kind of maybe. No, I, I just wanted to see if I knew how much of a danger that we actually escaped in that. <laughs> That's yeah. For, for, for that particular question, you escaped Godzilla. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah, now that we're sort of unpressured, I'll take a close look at that box and see what I can see uh, magically. Okay. Uh, magically, it's sort of like looking at a giant LED flashlight in a pitch black room. Mm-hmm. Um, very, very clear to see that it's magic. Um, if you'd like to roll to find out sort of a school or something a little bit more, um, you're welcome to. Otherwise, I can try and answer some questions for you as you come up with them. Um, well, I got an 18 on my roll. Okay. There's a form of kind of a quasi-death magic, but mixed with... Um, oh, what's that? What's the opposite school? It's life <laughs> well yeah for lack of a better term let's let's say that it, that it's a sort of a yin and yang on the death magic and life magic uh scale there okay um does it appear to have any uh physical mechanism does it have a lock does it have hinges does it have a clasp anything like that there's definitely the outline of uh, where it could possibly open. Mm-hmm. It does not appear to have hinges or a clasp, but it is of a material that you're not familiar with. Okay. So The entire it, box is? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay. Um, does it appear to be like a type of metal or a type of wood or... Is it like PVC? <laughs> it, it's... PVC. In the world of Dungeons and Dragons, PVC is where it's at. In, ki- in kind of a way. Um, it does seem sort of like a PVC, maybe kind of a wood. Uh, somebody made it, made an attempt to have it fit the aesthetics of bone. But 
it does appear to be something that can open. What, what color is it? I didn't even think about that. Is it white-ish? It's like white. It? Right now it's got, you know, blood residue still on yeah. it and stuff like that. But uh, there are some um, carved images in terms of, like, runes um, in it that are sort of a deeper, deeper gray. Is there any specific images that are immediately familiar or recognizable? Uh, not with the 18, no. Okay. Um, it, oh, does- uh, one, one thing, though, it does feel like it is uh, lightly vibrating. Okay. Um, he turns to, I turn to Xanatari and ask, uh, was this uh, just seated in the, the beast's uh, chest cavity or uh was it uh attached to the skeleton or or how was it in there i'm gonna say that he had his ribs broken to put it in and it was just floating inside his organs but uh, dungeon master Uh, i believe that that was um attached into the rib cage you are correct in saying that it looked like um, the ribs had been moved and stuff it had been modified but it had been mounted within um, the rib cage. Okay. Eric, because you had to go in with your mace and kind of bash it out. Right, right. Oh, it is. It is uh, still warm. Warm body, and vibrating. Body, body, body temperature. Uh, actually. Okay. I want to do an arcane check as well, and mm-hmm. uh, possibly a religion check based on the symbols uh, on the top, mm-hmm. and then we can confer. Okay. 25 on Arcane, and 25 total. Okay. Uh, we need some lyrics here. Because... Okay. That's, uh, that's up to Kevin. He's, he's passing it on. Well, I, actually, and, I actually got a song now. Well, and, and then uh, the second one can be from um, Thorn. So okay. you, you go so, find some lyrics. And, so Thorn, you find some lyrics. Um but I, ha- I have a guitar here. I'm not singing anything. I'll sing. No, I'll sing. Oh, you're going to sing? Oh, good. Okay, sure. we're singing. Yeah. I, I'm, I, I, don't, I just wrote it. <laughs> All right. Um, it's probably the worst song that's ever been written because I wrote it in literally like two minutes. So I, think, okay. all, I think the worst song ever written. <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> were all that? of those you said last week. Those were really bad, weren't yeah, they? Those were probably the worst ever. <laughs> I've done worse, though, because I was actually sober last week. But this is this is this is a Jack Black tribute type style thing now to the worst song ever written in a podcast. Sure, I don't know. It could have been the worst song, but he forgot. That. It's it's three chords. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay. I gotta remember what key this is. Hang on. It's your birthday in Run. How old are you? Maybe 21. If you are, you should have a drink. Head into the bar, that is what I think. Just you and Thorn and Scissor and Mithrin and Tinzian. Happy birthday, Xanatari. Birthday win. <laughs> All right. Yay. There's no way you could ever rhyme anything with all of our names. That <laughs> I know, that's I, 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 yeah, did the best I could. I could think of one word that would rhyme with my name. We all know it. Corn. 
That's what I was thinking. Not, not, not quite what I was oh, thinking, but let's move along. Lauren, like, oh, oh, the prawn? other word. Prawn. prawn. Michael Dorn. Yeah. Yeah, Michael. <laughs> you know, I just watched an episode with Michael Dorn tonight. <sighs> Subtle horn. Oh, dwarf. See, there's lots of names. There's lots of rhymes. Anyway. Anyway. (laughs) Oh, God. Let's see. I didn't read the whole thing. I'm not going to read it. Okay. There was a young woman named Bright, whose speed was much faster than light. She set out one day in a relative way and returned on the previous night. That's nice. Ah, see? That's a a science joke. Yeah. Yeah, it really was. All right, uh, Cesar. What? Have you recovered from your fanboy moment with uh, Mithrin singing? Uh, my heart's a little aflutter, but I'll I'll be all right. Okay, it's very good. Arrhythmia. Very good. Okay, Xanatari. Uh, Xanatari, you have um, come likewise to the same conclusion regarding the uh, magic. On the box, there is a sigil on the rune that's sort of a medical or a warning um, that there is the potential for cessation of life. You're telling take... me this box says Mr. Yuck? Well, there, it, it could be taking of life, it could be absorbing of life. There is something to do with life and death on this box. Hmm. So we're not opening the box, Cesar. <laughs> well, why not? You don't. You do not see a warding symbol, though. You, as far as something like that's come out and jumped you or uh, shocked um, Daros or company in the previous episodes. We uh, we just tamed and put uh, one of our members on a giant spider. I think we might be able to risk opening a box. What if it steals our soul? Isn't that what this? Is that not what the dungeon master is implying? Is that well? well then, well, then we'll have Thorn open it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. uh, I, I, you know, okay. So, I, I just want to point this out here. Okay, so the Drow, who are incredibly evil and powerful, are after these guys apparently. Okay, for whatever is in that box. So whatever is in that box might be more powerful than the guys who killed the Minotaurs. And we barely defeated this spider and them, so uh, I don't know. It, it could be dangerous to uh, let Thorn just open that box. I wouldn't let Thorn open the box. I really don't want him to die. Whoa, wait, 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 whoa. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Powerful magical item, Thorn. Powerful magical item potential here. Not the Rod of Orcus, but still potential magical I item. I take back my woe. I will open the box. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. Okay. So what we know about this box is that there's a rune on it that says it's like a warning it could take your life or... Something of that nature. It, it could take your life, or it could give life. There, there's some, there's something in there that there is a sacrifice. Okay. Kind, kind of deal. Like it's there's, there's definitely the strong seesaw sort of way, and your deity isn't exactly uh, phoning this one in directly, but there's, you know, you've got enough of a 
um, background to realize no, no, where this one's it. going. Let's let's face it. I'm the risk taker of this party. Oh, no, 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 no. Hear me out. And let's face it. It's kind of in my character's nature to do these sorts of things. Um, uh, not to mention the fact that I'm a little bit of an idiot. So <laughs> I will. Let me open the box. Why don't you let well, the spider I, open the box? Or I might because it's a spider. How are you going to get it to open the box? <laughs> I'm going to pick up its little foot. <laughs> I'm going to make it open the box. I could, I could maybe rig something up to open it from a distance so that we could all sort of stand back. It's from not a going distance. to explode. It's like he's going to rig up some sort of medieval fashioned, like a bomb disposal robot. Okay. Yeah, bomb disposal. Cesar? Yeah. If you bust out the ye old medieval bomb disposal technician outfit, I swear that I'll give you 50 extra XP points. That's exactly what I was thinking. Alright. I don't think we can deny him the opportunity to use his artificing powers. Yeah, I, I think I think we are well well in need of uh, some artificing powers. Okay. Uh, do you want me to fit it in a roll, an arcane roll or something? Or... I think for something like this, um, let's go ahead and just have you do a really good, um, description sort of action. Take, you know, set, set, set the stage here with everything that's kind of going on around here. Um, I'll sort of turn the floor over to you. The only, uh, things that probably would happen during this, um, in the meantime, while you're describing things is, the spider would probably start trying to move backwards again or sort of move around depending on if Thorn paid attention or not and kind of that stuff. But uh, I'll give you the floor here, um, Cesar. And... Okay. Um, well, he uh, Cesar takes the box. He asks for it politely and uh, uh, says, uh, I, I think I might need some, some space for this. And he uh, backs away sort of into a, a corner of the courtyard near a, a torch, so he has plenty of light. Um, he pulls out, if you remember before, his his own version of a personal sunrod. I basically uh, uh, flavored it as a, a, a firefly that sort of floats around just to give him some extra light. Um, and he uh, gets to work. He pulls out uh, a, a, a few... Uh, cogs and some gears, lays them out, has uh, some small belts and things like that, um, and he starts, uh, ironically enough, with a small uh, spider-like uh, sort of base that he has, and he starts uh, going between that and the box and seeing, judging how he thinks it'll open and equipping its its front two legs with the right mechanism it'll need to, to open the box up as carefully as possible. Um and then he uh, starts uh, sort of, you know, whereas in our world we'd, you know, program it on the computer, he uh, starts using some arcane magic to, to basically program it to what it needs to do. Uh, he gives it the finishing touch. He, uh, this is a special one. It won't be used for anything else, and it might very well be sucked into another region or, you know, turn against us and we'll have to defeat it or something. So, uh he uh, takes out a, a little, it just looks like basically a little stylus and uh, burns his initials into the side of it as sort of the, the masterpiece finishing touch and uh, steps back and uh, goes back to the rest of the party and says, I, I think this will do it. I would just like to say at this moment that Mithrin is blinded by science. <laughs> 
literally, I, I, I would be literally just going, wow, that was a lot of stuff. Nothing I understand. <laughs> Where did he pull it all from? I have, I bought, I think, 15 belt pouches. Let me check my sheet. Says invest in cargo pants. Basically. <laughs> I have 10, <laughs> 10 belt pouches. Everything he has is from North Face. So how big are these? How big are these cogs that you're pulling out? Just out of curiosity. Very small. Oh, the, okay. the, just... the spider itself is maybe as big as the palm of your hand. So we're talking like clock gears and stuff, right? Yeah, basically he's working, you know, with you know, you know, magnifiers and tweezers and things like that. Okay, cool. Um, let me just break in here for a moment, real quick. Uh, Cesar, are you having? Did you check for any traps? Or are you planning on having your robot check for any traps? Um, he, doesn't really gonna... think, he doesn't really think that way. Um, okay. I mean, he's definitely not trained in thievery. Um, you know, he certainly could try it and might, may or may not fail, but he uh, thinks more just in terms of, you know, getting the job done. And uh, sees, it looks, you know, his arcana is more of what he thinks of in terms of traps. So, okay. no, if someone wants to step in, they certainly can, but... Huh? If they didn't think of it by now, I don't know if they would have. So, Thorn's kind of up there in the spider. Mithrin, I have a uh, an in-character bit of information based off a perception roll that you have made. Okay. Uh, for everyone else, this is out of character. Now, knowing sort of this history check that you've done, you know that the workings of Lolth favor females, uh, the the drow. You've you've heard rumors of that. You know that. Cultists and spies have been all over this place, but you happen to glance out of the corner of your eye that Xanatari is holding what appears to be a spider-type brooch that looks potentially similar to a holy symbol that uh, Loth may or may not have used. And you can't recall seeing her in the past perhaps having a holy symbol out on display. Hmm. Okay. So she she had the holy symbol out that it's not her holy symbol. It's, it's something she picked up from one of the drow people. It, yeah, and you right. you were out in Bonkersville and you never right. talk, you know, pick it up. So uh, let's go to Xanatari real quick. Um, actually, not real quick, but let's describe while Cesar is doing all this stuff, what sort of precautions you may be taking, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then I'll go around the table and, and pick up the rest and then we'll continue. Okay. I would find cover and make sure there's something between me and the box, just in case. Soul sucking. Right, Indiana Jones style, you know, like hide behind something and close my eyes. You tie yourself to a pole. That's my, that's my plan. Um, and pretty much just watch what he's doing and, and tell Thorne, make Thorne aware of what's going on and maybe have him try to direct the spider back away and, and so it doesn't get scared. Okay. Very good. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Thorne? Um, I'd like to try and attempt and steer the spider up on top of the building. Okay. Uh, let's see. You are not buckled in, but um, you can move the spider that way. But let's have you do 
an athletics skill check. Sure. I'm going to just bring up my character sheet, which I leveled up. Ah! Uh, two? Plus three? Five? <laughs> you Cesar, your works are great and grand. I don't know. Thorn's works, however, are classical and almost to be expected. I know. (laughs) (laughs) The level of awesome in the area is somewhat tempered by Thorn learning that, yes, he can move the uh spider around a little bit and he starts climbing the wall and gets approximately ten feet up uh the wall before falling out of the saddle due to a concept that Cesar is familiar with, as is Xanatari and others, uh called gravity. I would just like to point out that this was not a critical fail, so I don't feel like I should fall out of the saddle completely. You never said you fell out completely. You're hanging by your tail. Yep. I don't have a tail. Yep. Yeah, do well, now. Your vestigial <laughs> tail. You are fall. You have fallen out, but uh, you are able to grab onto uh, a leg and a port side portion of the body. Ew. Some of Fluffy's fluff. Yes. Yes. The 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 hairs that scare. <laughs> I'd like to liken this to learning to drive a vehicle. Use one foot, not two. <laughs> Screaming there's while no, I drive over the curbs, but in this case it's buildings and There's no clutch civilians. on a spider. <laughs> so, as all of this is happening, uh, you see thorns start to fall as the bulk of the body of the spider, uh, including thorn. Uh, goes over the top of the roof and out of sight. Hi. <laughs> <Just kidding. laughs> See you later, I guess. Thanks for shooting an arrow at the guy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, <laughs> so the, the robot is moving to the box right now, right? I haven't actually said Oh, you haven't released it yet? yet. Okay. It's just right. ready to go. So it's ready just... to go. So let, let's say, okay. um, yeah, Mithrin, go ahead. What do you, what do you, um, so is there no markings outside on the outside of the box? It's just a white box. There, there are some runes. Runes, but they're not, they're nothing that I, that anyone recognizes though, right? They're just archaic. Aside from what Xanatari sort of gleaned right. out of things, right? Right. Okay. Mm. Um, does anybody did, did the, any of these drow guys have a key or anything? Did anyone look? Uh, I don't. I didn't look, but there doesn't seem to be a keyhole. Or did? Or was there anything that the minotaurs had on them? Or I mean, I. It seems like this is if this needed to be opened, that there would be like some kind of way of opening it. But I guess well, I don't know. I. Well, it's inside his chest, though. Like inside his skin, it's not like they're gonna want to open it. I mean, I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe like to, there's another body part that has a key that we missed. There, there I'd does. like to raise my hand gingerly and maybe suggest that the brooch 
that uh, Zanatari has could be used to unlock said box. Except for it sounds like this. Hey, guys! Hey! <laughs> Try the man! <laughs> Far away as you're over the building. <laughs> then suddenly you hear, No! No, put that old lady down! No! Bad spider! Bad fluffy, Bad fluffy. <laughs> this is where you wish you had that giant cartoon newspaper after all. <laughs> well, doesn't this brooch look just like the other one that was inside? And that's the reason Xanatari was kind of freaking out about it because that's the one she destroyed when the yes. uh, Luminaire Cosboid came about. And yes, so I assume this was the same sort of brooch and um, was like a you know generic soldier insignia or something like that, but with some sort of magical ability. So my my plan is to take it back and destroy it when we get back to town, but. Um, in the meantime, she kind of has it. Okay. Uh, yes, you are correct. It's the same style. Um, I'll give you the free arcana check. Uh, there is no magic um, aside from it does uh, have the feeling of being some sort of unholy symbol. Mm-hmm. Um, and just to go over again, there does appear to be some sort of seam on three sides of that box. Uh, it's just like a lid. Yeah. So there, there, there seems to be some sort of potential or whatever. But again, it's a material that I don't believe uh, has been encountered as yet. I, I, w- I would just like to, at this point, Mithrin's going to look at. Cesar and look at Xanatari and look in the direction that Thorn went, you know, and go and and say, okay, do you guys feel confident that you can open this? Um, if you do, I'm just gonna back up and let it let it happen. I I don't feel good about it, but I trust you guys. Well, uh, uh, first of all, I, I think we this can wait a few minutes and we can go track down our friend there. Uh, but as as for opening, you'll be it, fine. <laughs> I'm just I'm just concerned about this sudden appearance of these these beings. Uh, there's no real precedent for it, and there doesn't seem to be something right in this town. There's there's no one around. No one heard our 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 battle. I I just I'm I'm concerned, and any clue can help at this point. I think. I agree. Uh, yeah, I would agree with Cesar and say we need to determine the reason that they're here and what they're after. And this seems like like it. I would also, as a side note, take off any gear that I was wearing that was the rider's, and I would put my own gear back on and throw the rider's gear over to toward the rider's body. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Um, as the spider is seen uh, clambering <laughs> over the back wall <laughs> of the compound with... Uh, Thorn, not visible from this particular direction, but presumed to be <laughs> based on the odd wobbling motion that the spider is doing. Uh, it's basically headed headed out the back. Um, it's gone over the wall and easily, and 
and so forth. Can I can I just like I just DM? I I don't want to you know be rude by interrupting you here, but I just want to paint a picture of what I'm imagining in this moment because it's sure. it's, it's 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 beautiful. Be, okay, do do so, a Bob Ross here. Come on. Yep. Yep. Okay. So imagine a camera. Okay, on the ground, looking up at three people stoically looking at a box. Okay, and they're like you know, like serious stuff going on. Kind and then Tarantino. in the what's that? Kind of, kind of Tarantino right now. Yeah, yeah. Like you know, okay. looking up at it. You know, or you know, it's it's the camera is looking up at the people looking at the box, and they're like you know seriously you know like there, there's grim stuff going on. And then in the background, you just see like this spider going like up over the. <laughs> And then, like this guy on the back going, "Whoa, hey, go, go, woo!" You know, it looks like something like a, uh, um, uh, like one of those Rankin Bass animations, you know, from like you know Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer kind of things. That's, yeah, <laughs> it'd be very funny. <laughs> Just the scream of "God's damn it!" <laughs> I still want to see Thorn in a Hellraiser movie, but that's you know, that would be really good yeah. in time. Pin, pin Season three. Uh, <laughs> Sorry yeah. about that, but yes. <laughs> Instead of winter is coming, Thorn is here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Equally dire. Very good. Uh, by the way, 50 experience points to everyone for tonight's work so far. Um, Cesar. Go ahead and uh, uh, if you want to continue your if you want to continue your description of things, uh, the details of which, and then we'll go from there. Okay. So uh, I find uh, an open area in the yard of the, the prison. I think is where we still are. Um, I'll ask: uh, Are there gates to the area that we're in from like the town proper? Yes. I'll ask Kevin, uh, could you uh, close those there, Sonny? We don't want anyone uh, traipsing in on us for this, I don't think. Yes, sir. I will and, run uh, over and shut all the gates. Okay. And then he uh, he joined Xanatari, where she found her, basically her little bunker, whatever she was able to find, and uh, gets set and, and uh, motions uh, Mithrin over. And uh, once everybody's settled behind, he... Uh, sets his uh the spider down he pulls out a, a brass uh clockwork key inserts it into a a hole in the top and gives it three clockwise spins uh let's go and it immediately starts scuttling off towards the box he uh shelters down behind uh the bunker pulls out a little uh uh basically a a periscope and uh, points it over the wall and watches the spider's progress as it goes towards the box. It approaches the box. It uh, uses its the special appendages to uh, uh, sort of feel the box as it gets to it, and it sort of uh, scurries them up the side of the box with a little clitter clatter, uh, slides it into the crack sort of near the corners on each side, and gently starts to pry to see if that'll pop it open. Okay. Alright. Uh, through the actions of your little spider creature and uh, forethought, you are able to eventually get with a slight 
uh, pop as if the um, air sort of, yes, very good, has changed. Um, the box pops uh, partially open along the seams. It was Tupperware. <laughs> <laughs> Don't touch my salad! <laughs> <laughs> Whose name is on this lunch? Oh, man. Um, so no flash of light, no sudden smell of the thousand burning corpses. Uh, <laughs> there's no... From what so, we can tell? Um, let's see, Thorin is not present, so therefore the chance for chaos math is uh, decreased. Um, no, there is uh, nothing directly um, evident. Uh, do you have any sort of sensory link to this little spider thing, or is nope. it just... Okay, it is on its own. Okay. Uh, the spider does not vanish into a puff of whatever smoke okay. kind of thing. It doesn't grow 50 times larger and attack us or anything. Pinto no. does it leap out and slap you on both the cheeks. Uh, no. Uh... And what, what actually happens is that a tiny thorn on a tiny spider comes out of the box. <laughs> well, what, 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 I, what I was about to say was it's not like a dimension door and suddenly Thorn comes ro rolling out of the box. And... God, that'd be awesome. Okay. Um, <laughs> Alright. After a, a prudent amount of time, I'd say Cesar slowly stands up and peers over with his own eyes and sees just the spider sort of sitting there idly. It didn't really have any instructions after this. Mm -hmm. um, he looks to his the two uh, party members beside him and says, uh, well, uh, it's open. No, I'm going like, to kind of peek up over it since I didn't have the periscope or anything and kind of look. And uh, I, I would like to make a, a uh, perception check and just see okay. if I see anything from a distance. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's a natural one. Oh. <laughs> so apparently I saw the backside of a rock or something. <laughs> um, well, you happen to uh, focus your eagle eyes in perhaps the... <laughs> Wrong general direction, and it is not as if your eyes are, you know, old or rheumatic or anything along those lines, but you do seem to fall, your gaze does seem to fall upon the amazingly interesting scene unfolding behind you in what would appear to be the general direction of uh, the inn where I believe your um, storytelling staff is located. <laughs> yeah. Magic stick. Uh, <laughs> as a strange, almost gobsmackingly, wonderfully colorful orange and red and just... It's an amazingly overwhelming to your brain, which is already sort of fragile and everything. Yeah. To what others would be an explosion to you is the full Led Zeppelin meets <laughs> um, the guys that did the Dark Side of the Moon, Pink Floyd. Pink Floyd it's, and it's Led Zeppelin as in the, one. In the Laser Dome, you are oh, age 13. 
You're rocking the kids. It's all just it's 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 slurred. basically a moment where the only thing that you can say as a human being is to look back there and go, dude. Right. If you, if you are Bill, you have to have your Ted. It's an excellent <laughs> adventure. <laughs> but it truly, it truly blows you out of your mind that you are witnessing this awesome spectacle, but don't have the sense enough to go. That's an explosion from where my damn staff is. Mithrin doesn't yell. <laughs> oh no, it's my notched bedpost. I mean, my telling stick. <laughs> Either one of those things would be an interesting euphemism. Anyway. He thinks to himself, Mother, do you think they dropped the bomb? <laughs> so, <sighs> Mithrin, oh, to no. you, before Genesee gets us out of here, you get to describe this thing that is happening, and you get to sum it up at the end with the quintessential one word of Keanu. Whoa. <laughs> all right before we close some news of note we are now on twitch tv and you can hear us record and stream live with death before dishonor be aware that if you do decide to drop in and listen you'll probably be an episode or two ahead of the recorded and posted itunes episode but if you'd like to hear the mayhem live and uh, the parts that are unedited as well you can visit us on twitchtv.com backslash genesee J-E-N-E-S-E-E. And hear us at Fridays around 10.30 Eastern Standard Time. Thanks a lot. Thank you for listening. You can find out more at DeathD4Dishonor.com. Subscribe on iTunes and find us on Twitter at DeathD4. Please take a listen to the Gray Area Podcast about advice and interviews on relationships between gamers and the Super Number One Podcast with Kevin and Andrew. One topic, two geeks, several beers. One at GrayAreaPodcast.com and the other at SuperNumberOne.Libson.com. Join us for our worldwide adventure and stay tuned for next week as we continue our travels. Hey everybody, Rabbit here with a public service type announcement. As you may or may not know, Genesee used to have sponsorship for her podcasts, but she doesn't anymore. As such, I suggested to her in the meantime that she could put up a Amazon wish list. And after many, 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 many messages on Facebook, I finally convinced her to do so. Genesee was very hesitant and uh, felt weird about saying this herself, so uh, the bunny will do it for her. So if you have enjoyed her Gray Area podcast, and you might want to return the smile or uh, good times, you now have a chance to do so through the Amazon wishlist. All you have to do is go to Amazon.com and do a search for wishlist and type in Genesee Gray at Yahoo.com and it should pop right up there. And when I checked it this morning, gifts range from some books at around $10 was the low range. And then it was a few games that are older games. So they were sort of, you know, mid-range price, like around 20 25 bucks or so. And then it was at least one or two uh, newer games that are, you know, around 55 to 60 bucks. But if you have enjoyed her podcast and want to say thank you in a way that is not a direct donation of monies, you can do an indirect donation of monies through uh, getting a gift. You can go to the Amazon wishlist and pick out a something and send it to her. And if you can't afford to send a donation, but you do want to send some appreciation to your favorite podcaster, pretty much all of us do appreciate getting a little note now and then. Send an email or post on the Facebook page. Okay, that's it. Okay, thanks. Bye.